Let's turn your Bible to Philippians uh, chapter 3, uh, 3, 17 to 21 we look and uh, uh, I will read for you guys. Brethren, join in the fellow uh, following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. 3.18, for many walks of whom I often told you and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of cross of Christ. 19, whose end is destruction, whose God is their appetites or belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. Our uh, 20, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. 21, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertions of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. <clears throat> so at this point, um, in this letter, Paul is uh, writing to Philippian church. And you know he shared much, uh, some of his time with the Philippian church. And um, uh, we see uh, the, the chapter before that you know he's spoken a, a lot of things about the obligations uh, to live a complete surrender life to Christ. That when when you accept Christ, that how we live in a submissions, you know, in His according to the Word, or how you will uh, live a life which will be example to others. That's we have been talking, and and he continue, you know, that you know when you became a Christian, when you have put your faith in Jesus Christ, that you have a responsibility. You know, you are responsible to be example. That's what Paul is sharing. And so here we see in 17, we see um, uh, two of Philippian church, Paul writes, brethren, join in, in following my example and observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. First thing he say, you know, you need to follow. A pattern. First thing is, he's saying, you know, we need to be uh, a people who will guide others, who will be example others. He's saying, brethren, you know, how he able to call brethren to all the his fellow uh, fellow church people because he spent time with them. He shared, he showed them how he loved Jesus and what what Jesus did in his life. He just not live with the mouth, but he shown with example. Probably he did the things that this is how we love others. You know, this is how we do things. You know, probably he's shown and the time he spent with them, he's a great example. You know, I'm not saying he's perfect. You know, I'm not saying he was the perfect guy, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he has a flaws. You know, he has times he was down, probably. He was angry, probably. I don't know. You know, probably he was human, right? He's shown. Probably. But, but he makes sure that he be example in many things. And he did. And that's why he said, you know, many of his epistles imitated me as I imitated who? Jesus Christ. That's what his, you know, the thing. And he, he said that. And, and also Philippians just kind of denied his care, his compassions, you know, the things he did for them. You know, they, it's shown. They have seen that. And so he took this opportunity, opportunity to, you know, affirm them, their closeness in the Lord. And, and he wants to share that, you know, um, I want to share more things. With, I, want to, uh, I want to teach you more things. That's what he wants to share. And he said, brother, join in the following my examples. He said, genuinely, you know, 
what I did for Christ, in Christ, for the people, for you, for others, I will want to encourage you, challenge you to, you know, follow me. As I follow Christ, you know. Because I follow Christ. Because whatever Christ teach me, that's what I'm following. So you make sure you what you do, you follow him. That's what, be an example. And he goes on further. He not only say, uh, you know, that follow me, you know. And it, this is a challenge for us. Like how many of us we can say, follow me. That's hard, right? Uh, I don't know. I can say that, you know. Um, follow me, you know. So, but he said, follow me. And that's what we able to, you know, should say that, you know. I follow Christ. I've shown you what. You should follow that, you know. And you will bless. So he put a great challenge for us, especially for me. I don't know about you, you know. The commitment and all the things that he have lived for, you know. And lived for Christ. And how it reveals, you know. When we say, follow, uh, follow me. Can we say that or not? You know, he put a great challenge here. And uh, here we see here. And also he said, observe those who walk according to the pattern you have in us. He's not saying follow me only. But he's saying there are also people in this church, in this small church. He's not talking to the whole world right now, right? He is writing to this letter to a small church. And he expects to a Philippians believers to be an Example. That's what he's doing that here. For a believer, he right, and he say, follow the example, be an example, and not only that. You know, there are so many people who have been example in your church, in your midst, and he's saying, look for them. You know, spy for them, and where they are, and connect with them. You know, hook up with them. That's why you know we as a church say, hey, connect with someone. You know. Connect with someone. Yeah, I understand sometimes we don't want to be, we want to just go to church, go back home, you know. But uh, uh, that's, that's our way, you know. We want to be like, don't bother me, you know. I just want to go to church, listen to the word, go back home, you know. You know what? You need, I need a friends, you know. You need someone to share. You need one to, you know, need your suggestions, you know. Uh, I don't know everything, you know. Being a young parent, I need someone to share me. Hey, what is this happening with this, my kids? He or she just cry at night, you know. Maybe he have a stomach, something, gas, give this, that, right? A simple solution can be from the experience, mom and dad, right? And you can get that if you are hooked up with them. But sometimes it's a problem we don't want to be so, you know, in our own world, you know, and don't want to, like, don't bother me, you know. So Paul is saying, hey, spy on those kind of people. Look for those people. Connect with them, you know. You might be benefited. You might be blessed. It might be simple things that you will learn, but it will help you. You know, also grow in the Lord. You know, you might pray for you. You know, he might encourage you if you're discouraged. You might be, you know, hear his stories. How many of you inspire with some of the stories of the people and say, if he can do that, I can do this too, right? I always fascinated with the, uh, you know, the stories of the people, how they survive, how they grow in the Lord, how God provide for them, you know, how the miracles happen. Like, wow, if he can do that, my problem is so small. The problem is sometimes we view our problems so big, you know, and we just sink onto it, you know. When we see other things also, wow, if he can overcome, I, this is so small, you know. You get that motivation. And I think that's what Paul is saying. Hey, get those kind of people. Look for them. Spy on them. 
There are also those kind of people. And also, he wants us to be that example. If you are in Christ, we are to be model for Christ, right? Bible says we are the ambassador for Christ. Do you want a crappy ambassador for your country? Who represents like he don't know anything about the, any, anything about the country? No. I mean, to be ambassador, I think there is a qualification. You should know some of the stuff, right? When you talk with it, he have a great power to represent your country, you know? Represent, uh, you know? So, I mean, if we're ambassador of Christ, don't you think we should be example, right? That's what Paul's saying. Be example, you know? We are a royal priesthood. We are an ambassador. That's what we do. And so here we see here, Paul is saying, look for those people. Not only look for those people, when you found it, be like them too. And be one of them too, so that others will encourage. My dear friends, we just grow when we become example to each other. And your leaders, your pastors, your community, yes, they can do not everything, little, right? But we need those kind of men and women of God who be example, who can motivate each other, who can invite others, right? It's not only pastor's job, and uh, those kind of church don't grow because we don't invite them. We don't be example. You know, I, as I said, you know, there is uh, just example, just give something with love. It can bring a whole gospel to them, you know. It can open their heart. They can be, uh, without knowing it, they become like, I want to accept Jesus, you know. So, Paul is just hammering them, you know, teaching them, you know, with that uh, concept. He's saying, be an example. <laughs> I always remember my mom was the greatest example for me. Not that talk about your own family, but I will, you know, right now. <laughs> she became Christian. She was the first person to become Christian and she led us to Lord. And she will, um, but one thing I never understand, like, you are the first fruit of the family. I'm like, e, first fruit, yeah, the first one. Okay. You belongs to God. Like, what does that mean? You know, belongs to God. I was like, yeah, I prayed for you. I given to God. Like, oh, good. You know, <laughs> I don't understand anything. She said that over and over. Now I understand what he's, what she mean. You know, and she she was example. Like, you know, we need to be faithful, giving to God whatever we have. You know, uh, even from the rice, he will pull out one hand of rice. Like, what are you doing? Why are you putting on the other bean? Uh, this is a tight from my rice. Like, ah, oh, you know. And she will, uh, once a month, she will uh, take a bag full of rice and put it uh, in the church. Uh, this is for whatever you want to do, pastors, you know. Uh, that's what I learned. You know, tithes offering all there. Also the food offering, like, oh, yeah, grain offering, I guess, you know. So that's always touched my heart, you know. Like, okay, I know that's, uh, that's, that's a great example, you know, to give whatever you have, you know. Uh, um, so, you know, you can be example, what I mean to say. As a mom, as a dad. As a brother and sister, I don't know, as a grandfather, <laughs> right? Whoever you are, wherever you are, don't think that oh, I am nothing, you know, why I need to be encouraged. There are so many people look onto you when you become Christians. There are so many people looking onto you, like, uh, you know, as a source of encouragement, motivations. So we need to be watched out, be careful, you know, how we live, what we're doing, you know. The things we need to be done, not to be done, you know. So he is saying, be an example. And guess what? Jesus was our is our supreme example. He has shown the example, and we can also do in him. And we can do that too. And that's what he wants us to be, you know. And and I'm so thankful for all the heroes of faith. 
who was, you know, before me, are the great teacher, preacher, even my family, as I share my mom, you know. There are also people who live uh, as a life it should be in Christ. For that, I'm so thankful. And we need to be that people. And your chance is there to be an example. So let's do that. You know, that's Paul is saying that and teaching us here. Also, he warned us in 18 and 19 uh, is, but also, you know, what I want you to tell that being example, great, learn, grow, but also be careful. You know, guard others, also guard yourselves. There is a tendency always human things, we know everything and later on we fall, you know, without knowing, boom, you fall. You know, so many Christian leaders, preachers, top leaders, apologetic teachers, you know, have fallen and we, we, we are shocked probably, right? Some of you know the names, right? You're probably shocked like, wow, that guy fell, you know? He was a great teacher. He, was, he, he, was, he had a lot of, knew about the word. Only in brain is not enough, right? It has to be in heart. The word, you know? Only like for the sake of I know, I will just learn, you know? No heart. One of the pastor wife always prayed when his, uh, when his husband will teach one foot down, like, uh, and his uh, fellow elders and deacons will, why this wife always pray when he teach one foot down, you know? One foot down. Why she pray about the pastor when he teach like? And they ask, one time the elders, why you why you pray for that? You know, one feet down when uh, your husband teaches like, well, he has all the word in his head. He can teach well, but he don't love me. At home, and he don't show his love for me. And he teaches a great teaching about love in the church. You know, and that's why I'm praying that one feet down, it will come here. You know, one feet. You know, uh, okay. That's God don't want to be like that, right? In and. So we need to be example, and we need to be guard ourselves. That what he's saying. Uh, for many walk of whom I often told you, these people who have been walking into the Lord, you know, before in the church, you know, they learn from the church. But guess what? Uh, of whom I often told you, and now I tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. What they become? They stray from the God because they think, oh, I know everything now. I know I will not live according to the word because it's only on the head. And probably, you know, they, everybody have to pray, pray for them, you know, like they need to understand from the heart. And what happened is these people have gone astray away from God. Even Paul didn't want it to happen, but they have to, he don't have any way at all to weep for them. You know, only weep for them. So there are people, you know, uh, and these people, how they process or how they do their job, you know, uh, they just for them is, you know, all the glory is for themselves, you know, it's not about God, it's kind of like appetites for them, you know, it's, it's like for their belly only they work, you know, uh, for the sake of working they work, you know, kind of stuff, you know, you don't be in the ministry for the sake of work only, right? You have to call for the Lord and God have to motivate you, God have to, you know, really, you know, give you that vision and passion for the, that, and then only the ministry flourishes. Somebody told me, if you are bored with the ministry, if you are like struggling, if you are not enjoying it, get out of it. I was like, wow, that's a straight, good counseling. Get out of it. So we need to, you know, have fun, enjoy our, what we are doing. Being example, we enjoy it. Not pressure, you know, like, ah, 
I really have to do this. Arsar? I have to do Arsar at the church? I don't want to do it. I don't want to watch people. I really don't want to be in the Sunday school. Okay, maybe that will, you know. But I will tell you this. Uh, enjoy it, you know. Have fun, you know. Be blessed. Like, oh, this is the opportunity. I'm getting it. I'm doing it for the Lord. And that's what Paul is saying. You know, many people, you know, I, I be, I'm telling you, uh, you, know, by, you know, I don't want to weep, but I have to weep because there are no chances they will come back uh, probably, you know. And, uh, you know, but guess what? Those kind of people whose end will be what? Destruction, whose God is their appetite and whose glory is, is in their shame, who's, uh, uh, who set their mind on earthly things. These are the people, like, you know, uh, you know, those are the people who are always about their thing. Not the glory of God, not for the kingdom of God, not for sharing the gospel, not endorsing gospel, but it's endorsing themselves, you know. And so he said, you know, this kind of people, at the end, what will happen? Destruction will come. And that's what has been happening, right? Even the leaders and even so many people, you, uh, you know, probably adore them, they fall because they haven't endorsed the gospel. They have been about something else. It will come to an end. And so what I mean to say is we have to guard ourselves. We have to be careful. You know, Bible say if you, if you think you are standing, you might fall. So guard yourselves. Be careful, you know. Be careful what you're doing and how you're doing. What is the motive behind it? Uh, why you're doing it? Be clear about it. And uh, so, he's, uh, Paul is saying, Philippian church, I love you so much, but I have to tell you the truth. You know that there are so many people, I see a pride coming up. Oh, you know the word? I know everything. This didn't know anything, this guy. You know? He just knew. How God can use more than me? Sometimes happen, right? New guys comes and God use him more special way. Are we humble, uh, humble enough that you know God, whoever God uses, wherever like we're, oh, I'm cool with that, you know? That what mentality we have to have? Like, yes, brother, I'm fine if God use you more, you know. I want to push you up, you know. That's what Paul is saying. Do that, you know. Do that actually. And here we see, you know, there are people who set their mind. And also, be careful that we know so many things and there, are, uh, there will be time we'll be like, okay, this is not enough, you know. I need a new things now. You know, I need, to, I need to have a new words, new thing, you know, new way of teachings, you know. Sometimes it will come, or, or, you know, at time. Be careful. Those people who wanted a new thing, new thing, and they gone astray away, really. They find a church which is like really watered down, you know. Not even, you know, you, you want to hear uh, things which is good to your ear, right? But we want to hear the word which will correct us, challenge us, you know, which will motivate us, motivate us to come back to God, you know, which will help us to see our heart every day, you know, every time we come and hit us hard and we'll ponder around like, man, this is the truth, you know, what God does, you know, and this is for our best. Our children, when they do bad, we correct them, Right? Because not that we hate them, but what? We love them. That's what God does. Why he challenges? Because he wants to be, he wants to be uh, you know, he, he loves us so much that he wants to be strong. That's why he always throws us something, you know, so that we'll be challenged. So, Paul is uh, telling that to the people that guard yourselves. Be careful. Humble yourself always. And wherever you are, be example, you know. 
And wherever you are, if your God is using you in a tremendous way, be careful. Yeah? And think about where you are standing. And third thing, Paul 20 to 21, he says here, For our citizenship is in heaven from which we are eagerly wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. 21, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of God glory by exertions of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. Now Paul is reminding the third thing is like, hey, a big example, be a guard yourself. Third thing, he's saying, you know, there is also a things that granted for you, you know. It's like totally is granted for you, is there for you. That one thing you need to know that our position in Christ that we need to enjoy. You know, he's saying, you know, our conversion is in heaven. I mean, we are the citizenship of heaven, you know. That's what he's saying literally. And the Philippian church were very much, uh, um, they have a citizenship, in, uh, citizenship of Rome, which is like a strong citizenship. But it's still Paul reminding them like, your citizenship is in heaven actually, not of Rome. Yeah, you can be loyal to your you know, country, Rome, but, but first and foremost, your royalty goes to sovereign God. You know, that's what Paul meant to say, you know, and be thankful, you know, that the citizenship of heaven didn't come easily. Jesus had to pay the price for you. That's what he reminded them. It didn't come easily, you know. He, God had to send his best, only one son for you. That's how you got this permit or citizenship. Do you think about it? That's what Paul is saying here. And which is really cool, you know, sometimes... We've worked hard for our fragile body, right? How long will we live here? 80, 100, maybe 150, I don't know, right? I'd be great, 150, right? When I ponder about the Bible's people, like, man, how they live that thousands of thousands of years, you know, like 800 plus. <laughs> um, but one thing is uh, important that, you know, we focus our, where we belong, actually. Is it here? Are we more focused on the citizenship up there? Are we treasure more the earthly things or we are treasuring there? You know, sometimes we forget about that and Paul under remind them like, hey, we are just a sojourner. We are not a re- you know, permanent resident here. We're just pilgrimage. We're just crossing by. You know, we'll be short time here. But think about when we live for eternity with Jesus. Man, that's what Paul wanted to remind, remind uh, especially to the Philippians believer. Also, he wants to remind that, you know, one day Jesus will come, you know, to take us. And that's our whole hope, you know, and we will reign with him. And that's what the beautiful thing about Christianity is, that we have eternal hope. We have a hope that we'll be eternally with Jesus. And even though we are outnumbered, even though we are persecuted, and there are many times probably you will, you want to take a matters in your hand when people mistreat you, that they, you know the way they treat you, uh, you know. But uh, because you are a Christian or because you're a believer, like uh, I want to do that, really punch that guy today, you know. I really want to show some moves of mind that what I know. Um, but you know, <laughs> but you know, God is saying, show the love, you know, like that, uh, you know, that husband, you know. Um, but guess what? One day when Jesus will come, the things 
even persecuted you, uh, you have been dealing with, uh, the people that mistreated you. God is a righteous judge. There is no way you will find a righteous judgment here. There's no satisfaction, you know. Even you find a judgment here, you know. Uh, things happen and you are like a little bit consummate, you know, a little bit give them you money or things like, oh, we lo you lost something, yeah, you know. Mistreated you. But when Jesus will come back, he will do the righteous judgment. Even though you want to do, take your matters in your hand, guess what? God saying, vengeance is mine. You know, I will do that. Wait for it. And he will come day. And I always, you know, when people started mistreating us, this and that, because we are Christian, like, yeah, do it right now. One day will come, you know. Jesus will come. That will be bad day for you, you know. <laughs> That's why I, I don't say it loud, but in my heart, like, <laughs> that will be the baddest day for you, you know. And when Jesus will judge you, man, that will be, I will laugh at you. Now you are laughing. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I seriously want to do that, though. You know? <laughs> um, so, you know, Jesus will return, for sure. And look at the, all the things happening around the world. If you read Bibles, we are close. Very close, you know, what happening right now, you know. Somebody said when uh, Jerusalem uh, and temples start building up, then remember that that's happening, you know. It's very short, you know, it's quick, you know. So, but our comfort is, you know, uh, here we, if you read the scripture, it's so wonderful, you know. That our citizenship is heaven from which we are eagerly wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I would say, you know, passionately wait for him, you know. And just do the things God you call you to do. And who's, uh, 21 says, who's will transform the body of a humble uh, state into conformity with the body of his glory by the exertion of the power that he has even subject all things. You know, as time passed by, when he hit 40, it's like, ouch, my back hurt. <laughs> oh, why is this wrinkle in my, you know, my you know, face? Why is my all my hair is gray? I used to read this from this far now, like, man, this is hard to, you know, see. Your body is fragile. But look at the look at the verse. What it says, you know, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of His glory? Are you excited for that? That God one day will transform our body, you know, glorious body, you know, which will not decay, not will have pain, not will grow old, it look different, you know, what will be wonderful. I was imagine, you know, when Jesus was in glorious body and he just straight through where the wall came to the, you know, his disciples, right? I want that kind of body, don't you? <laughs> maybe one of the gifts maybe you will have, you straight go through the walls, you know? <laughs> That would be cool, you know. Uh, that would be cool, really cool. So, you know, we will have a fragile body here. We do, you know. We are decaying every day. When we were young, we used to do so many things. Now I can't lift, you know, a couple of things or this and that. I cannot do it. So be encouraged that one day God will transform you into a glorious body. And, you know, uh, and, you know he can do all things possible. Everything is subject to him. That's, that's amazing for me to encourage. So that's what Paul wants to encourage. So I want to encourage you, my dear fellow believers, co-hire in Christ, you know, everyone, that uh, whatever God calls you to do, do it. Be example right there. As a parent, as a brother, as a sister, as a grandfather, mother, you know, whoever you are, you know, just do it.
for the Lord, for the Christ, and, and that's great, you know. And, you know, so many people are looking for those kind of people, for your kind motivation, for your work, so that, you know, you'll find this Jesus and who is working in your life. Why you are like that? Like, oh, because I love Jesus, you know. Oh, cool, I want that Jesus. Don't you want to happen that? And I want to encourage that be example. And not that you are not doing it, you are doing it. But I'm motivated. Sometimes it's like, I don't want to do that. Might comes, you know. I continually do that. And number two is guard yourselves. Guard yourselves. Make a shield, you know. Let God's word will lead you. Let Holy Spirit will guide you, you know. Those things, be sure of it, you know. And let not that will stray away from it. Remember that we are working, we are walking toward our destiny. Destiny and that is heaven. Amen? And one day we'll have whatever we wanted, you know, in a way we wanted, you know, in a great way. And God will come and do our righteous judgment.